0: Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Mission City Church five-minute message. We continued our series in Acts this week, Acts chapter nine. We see in this chapter that uh, Saul, this person who will later to be known as Paul, uh, but he's persecuting Christians. The way of the church has been expanding. Uh, They've been called the way or this way of following Jesus, this way of life. It's kind of the initial title that's been given to believers, to followers of Jesus. And Paul is trying to gather these letters to be able to go and persecute them, to put them in prison, to do whatever he feels necessary to end this spread of the gospel, of this good news that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the one that the Jews have been waiting for, this messianic uh, individual who's come to save uh, their their souls, who's come to give them life, who's come to be everything that the prophets of the Old Testament have said was to be uh, through this individual, through God's Son, and uh, these individuals are, are preaching that and sharing that. They're growing the church, and and Paul, or Saul at this time, is, is trying to shut that down. And so we see in the beginning of Acts chapter 9, he's trying to gather these letters and he heads off on this journey, but he's met in the midst of this journey on the road. He's like this bright light flashes in his eyes and, and Jesus is actually asking him, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you persecuting me? And he says, "Lord, who are you?" He tries to figure out what's going on. He's been blinded, and Jesus reveals to him who he is, and that he is basically that. Saul's belief is wrong, and this belief in Jesus, who he is, is the right thing. That's what he's trying to share with Paul in this moment. And he blinds him, and he sends him off, and he tells him that a messenger will come to give him further instruction and all of that. But but put yourself in that that those shoes, maybe maybe you're a you're an early believer part of the way, and you know of this Saul guy, you know that he's actually someone that you should avoid at all costs, uh, that he is going to put you in jail, he might have you killed, if he finds out that you're a believer, like, like he is bad news for you, and yet there's this moment where he meets Jesus, he's blinded, and then God's actually going to, or Jesus is actually going to reveal this plan to this follower of Jesus named Ananias, who's to go and talk to Saul and share with him this good news. And show show him the way, and now that's got to be a very unnerving moment for Ananias. Uh, but he goes, and he and he, he kind of begins to share this this revelation with Saul. Now. The important thing, and the kind of the thing that we talked about on Sunday, to pull out of this is the importance of the fact that we are united in Jesus. I thought Russell made a really good point about this, this idea that we are united, one in the sense that uh, it took a believer who was maybe afraid or maybe had some concern about who Saul was to then go and share this good news, share what God had shown him, what was he was revealing to him, to to teach him the way. Uh, but it was a scary thing because Saul is a guy that his back his history would indicate that he is an enemy of the gospel. He's an enemy of believers. And so maybe for you, an application point may be here of like, who might you be nervous to share the good news with? Who might you say, oh, there's no way that they would ever come to faith. There's no way that they would ever be pro Jesus. There's no way that they would ever come to faith. And yet like well, that's the last person that the believers of the early church would believe that God would reach that he would uh, share the love of Jesus with and yet that's what happens exactly and so maybe that's an application point for you uh, there was also I thought another good point that Russell made about this idea that we kind of get caught up in this personal relationship we have this very uh personal um, mindset that we look at our relationship with Jesus and it's all about kind of how we relate to Jesus and yet scripture is very clear and Paul and the reason why we bring this up is because as Saul converted of Paul and has all these letters to churches and everything as the New Testament unfolds, he sticks with this idea of being united in Christ. It's one of the themes of all of his messages. I don't have time to share all the verses that we shared on Sunday. You can go back and listen to the full-length sermon for that. But there's a repeated theme throughout all of these letters of being united in Christ, united in Christ. We as a body are united in Christ. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not making this point. Russell didn't make this point. But it's not a bad thing that you have a personal relationship with Jesus, but that we also have a collective relationship with Jesus, that we as a church body, as a family, have relationship with Jesus who we are following as a whole. And how are we leveraging the relationships with each other? uh, Like Paul needed Ananias to come and speak to him. uh, How are we leveraging those relationships together to continue our pursuit of Jesus, continue walking with him as as a collective body and not just as each individual person? It's important that we're connected together as a body. And so that's kind of the development of Acts chapter 9. There's some other things there where Paul or Saul is going to uh, then go and heal some people and and preach and things like that. But uh, that's the big idea is that we are united in Christ and that we see that there's this, it takes all hands on deck and we're all connected together regardless of our background. All right, that's all for this edition of the five-minute message. Come back next Tuesday. We'll be going through Acts chapter 10.